Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my co-host, Donna Lee. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, Donna, why don't you tell people how to get a hold of us? Call us during the week, 512-238-0762. A lot of people are asking for me, and I'm trying to get to those calls, but you can leave me a message as well. Our website is armormenshealth.com, and to reach us by email, any questions you have for Dr. Mystery, Dr. Vagdevi, armormenshealth at gmail.com. That's armormenshealth at gmail.com. Well, uh, welcome back, everybody. Our first segment, uh, awesome. we have we have Dr. Vagdevi, uh, who's a licensed psychologist with the Center for Relationships. She's been an important member of our clinical team here as we try to offer patients a very comprehensive way of looking at a variety of urologic conditions and specifically when it comes to sexual medicine. So, uh, Dr. Vagdevi, maybe you could just tell us a little bit about your center and, and uh, what your approach is. So, thank you. I started a center called the Center for Relationships here in Austin. It's about five years old. And what we are about is really providing relationship science-based help for the greater Austin community because we discovered that a lot of people really don't go for relationship help or sex therapy until they have some sort of medical or mental health problem. You shouldn't have to get a diagnosis to get support. You also don't need to be in distress in order to get education. So a lot of what the Center for Relationships does is we provide um, sliding scale fee-based counseling. We do individual couples, family counseling, but more than that, we provide workshops and groups and programs. We also do intensives. So we really want couples, anybody in a relationship. So we provide help for any kind of relationship. If you're thinking that you'd like to come and learn, what does it take to have a healthy relationship? Well, how could we communicate better? How could we manage our conflict better? How can we be better friends? How can we have more fun with each other? Whether you're siblings or co-workers or uh, intimate partners, come to the Center for Relationships and we will provide you with a whole variety variety of support services as well as education. Now, over and above, just a classic kind of -of run-of-the-mill therapist or family therapist or couples therapist, what sets you guys apart, in my opinion, is kind of this understanding and focus on what role sex plays in a couple's relationship. Is that right? That's true. That's true. And I think that uh, I mentioned in in our earlier segment that a lot of therapists don't bring it up because it's uh, it can be confusing. It can be for both the therapist and the couple. It can get into a lot of weeds that may be um, be uncomfortable. And, And I think that some people think that sexual problems are just a symptom of some larger problem within the relationship. But I'm not always so sure about that. If people are interested in coming to you, how, uh, how would they get a hold of you? Well, there's a couple of ways. You can call us at 512-465-2926, or you can go to our website, findmycenter.org. We also have a free program called Ask the Sexperts, and you can just uh, call that number, which is 512-956-6416, or email asksexperts at the center number four relationships.com. We're going to put all of that on our Facebook link. Of course, uh, if you call our office here at uh, North Austin Urology or NAU Urology Specialist, we'll definitely get to uh, that information to you if you're, if you're interested in learning about it. One of the things that confounds me uh, when, I'm get, when I get asked is about pornography and porn addiction. So mm-hmm. I'll give you a classic patient. A classic okay. patient will be a guy who comes in. He'll come in for some other problem. 
testicular pain or erectile dysfunction or something. You know, you can kind of tell that he has something on his mind. Usually the story is going to be that he has trouble uh, either getting an erection or achieving orgasm with his partner. And he's wondering if maybe his use of pornography is getting into it. And he wants to know if he's addicted to porn. And I I almost always tell him first that if you have to ask, you probably are. (laughs) So, um, you know, not to get too much into the scientific weeds about it, but maybe you could give us some some of your background or, or thoughts on when is it enough? Why does it kind of impact a man's sexuality? You know, maybe even some advice on how people kind of work themselves out of it. So is porn addiction real? Yes. But you know what? You can get addicted to just about anything. You want to go gaze at grass growing, you can get addicted to that. And what addiction is... is not re- quite as much fun, though. Not <laughs> quite as much fun, true. Well, you know, it depends on you. And there's not that many varieties <laughs> of grass. Depends on how much you like grass. Well, you know, lots of different kinds of grass that are quite fun. All right. <laughs> The idea is that any addiction is a feelings management technology. Trying to have sex with your partner doesn't work out, doesn't go so well. Maybe you don't get an erection. Maybe you don't have an orgasm. You get bummed out and you say to yourself, oh, I'm not getting good sex. So let me go watch this porn video and then I'll have a better erection and I'll have a better orgasm. And the first 5, 10, 15 times, that'll be true, right? But then what'll happen is you begin to turn to the porn more and more and more and less to your partner. You begin to see the porn as an easy solution. Having sex becomes like an itch that you just itch or that you're relieving yourself, right? You're like, oh, I feel some desire. Oh, I'm going to go to the porn. The problem is the porn industry has made billions on this and they can provide you with a huge variety. Huge variety. Huge variety. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't know anything about that, right, Dr. Mystery? Yeah. (laughs) They're going to provide you with brand new stuff all the time. And so the variety, the stimulus value of porn is infinite. But what happens then is you begin to develop your arousal patterning around first visual stimuli. So you're really reinforcing getting aroused based on what you're looking at. Because porn is a two-dimensional view of two people, two people that are not you having sex. And so you're not actually feeling the feelings they're having. Most of the time, if it's commercial porn, they're not really having any feelings. They're faking it. And so you're really getting aroused. (laughs) I don't think so. That... (laughs) That it's piece, so authentic. That, that pizza delivery guy, I think he was into it. This is pepperoni. It wasn't the pizza delivery guy. It was the housewife oh, okay. oh, who was faking right. it. Oh, my goodness. See, and I he forgot. didn't know. I forgot. It's a little harder oh, for him to fake that's it, right? right? <laughs> because he actually has to show up on TV with uh, all his equipment. I also think that, uh, you know, it, it creates this expectation that you get it whenever you want it. That's right. It's available 24-7. In some ways, you're by yourself. So you don't have to, like, think about the feelings of another person or, you know, all the stuff that we put into, like, the coupling in the relationship. And I'm actually worried that younger kids today with the wide availability of pornography, the rampant use of it is going to take away from some of that social patterning and conditioning of how to like have somebody get attracted Mm -hmm, to you. It also takes away from what sex is supposed to be about, which is bringing yourself to an intimate experience with another human being. So sex isn't about what happens between the erection and the orgasm. Sex is all of the things that happen before, during and after that experience. But porn just makes it about arousal to orgasm. And it's easy. And I think that a lot of couples get affected by it. So if if somebody thinks or if a couple feels that that may be 
kind of an issue. Is there a way to get out of that patterning? Yes. The first thing to do is to tell your partner about it and tell them that you're doing this. Because the moment you let the secret out, it begins to lose its stimulus value, right? That's right. The other is, if you're watching porn, watch it with your partner. Because what will happen is if the two of you begin to choose porn that both of you are aroused to, you're going to choose very different kind of porn. Which is really a lesson mm-hmm. for a lot of women out there, mm-hmm. right? It's this idea that... Um, the man's cheating. Be- being, being completely against it isn't going to help anything. No, it just <laughs> it, drives it, him underground. Drive yeah, underground, he's going to do it more and more out of sight, right? And the other thing is that for women, get out of the moral uh, attitude about it, right? It's happening. Yes. Yeah, you can't, I mean... And, it, and, you know, there's no moral judgment here. Let's get out of the moral judgment because what that does is it puts one partner kind of in a superior position relative to the other person. I don't do any porn, but you do. Good for you, but that's not helping. <laughs> that's right. There's not, that's not helping you as a couple. That's right. It's not going to help you know him. And I, and I think that, that when people get very, very much kind of used to visual, st- like, like direct and uh, you know, very dramatic. A super stimulus. Super stimulus. Mm-hmm. That smaller stimulus, it becomes harder, really. Absolutely. Uh, or, you know, not harder, in fact. Right, uh, right. You know. So there's actually some research. Can I talk about this? The effect that people get from intense pleasure they get really can be from what's called a supernormal stimulus. This was research done by Deirdre Barrett and Nico Tingbergen, a Nobel Prize winning ethologist, described the supernormal stimulus as a stimulus that evokes a much larger response than one that has evolutionary significance. Right. And you can totally see how people can get addicted to that. What a great conversation, mm-hmm. Dr. Vagdevi. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to have your information for your clinic on our Facebook page and uh, Uh, really look forward to making you a regular part of our show so thank you so much I love that thank you thanks for coming in and we used a bunch of Sunday words today didn't we oh (laughs) boy Donna alright so uh, why don't you tell people how to get a hold of us we'll take your comments of course uh, you know positive and negative uh, necessary I guess but you know this show was really trying to get at difficult to talk about topics and I think that we tried to approach uh, some of those today so uh, thank you for joining us the Armour Men's Health Hour will be right back if you have questions for Dr. Mystery email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com 